When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This morning, the election gap narrows. Court for Labor falls after the budget, plus the Prime Minister in damage control over race claims. Victoria on flood watch, warnings for severe weather and flash flooding as heavy rain lashes the east. Tragedy on the water, a body found in the search for a missing Queensland fisherman. Explosions ring out in Odessa. Russia targets the city amid fresh allegations of war crimes. And the eels run riot, demolishing the dragons. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Scott Morrison is riding on a post-budget high, with the latest news poll showing the gap between the two major parties is narrowing. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. The Prime Minister is expected to call the federal election within days. Morning, Jody. Yes, Scott Morrison is expected to visit the Governor-General later this week, formally kicking off the election campaign for 2022. With Australians set to head to the polls by late May, the Coalition has seen a jump in support in the latest news poll following the Budget Week. The Coalition gaining one point in the two-party preferred basis. On the primary vote basis, Liberal sits at 36, while Labor sits at 38. As for preferred Prime Minister... Scott Morrison gained one point on 43, while support for Anthony Albanese remains unchanged. Both parties have faced internal divisions over recent weeks, while also trying to outline their economic plan should they win government. And Taylor, the Prime Minister is also dealing with accusations of racism. Yes, this is certainly not how Scott Morrison hoped to spend his weekend while also trying to sell the most recent budget. These claims stem from a bitter pre-selection fight back in 2007 when Scott Morrison was vying for the seat of Cook. Now, his opponent in that battle, Michael Toke, has claimed Scott Morrison urged Liberal Party members not to vote for him because of his Lebanese background. Now, Lebanese community leaders have come out refuting these claims Scott Morrison has also repeatedly denied them, even going so far as to say he would sign a statutory declaration. Certainly an unwanted distraction on the eve of an election. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. A fisherman's body has been found near Rockhampton in Queensland after the boat he was in capsized. Jed Faraway was fishing with three others when police say they hit a marker boy. The 28-year-old was flung from the boat just off Port Alma at around 7.30 yesterday morning. His body was found at around 5pm. Three other men were taken to hospital for treatment.
People in eastern Victoria are on flood watch this morning after being told to move to higher ground due to severe weather. Heavy rain continues to parts of the state and there are fears rivers in the Snowy Mountains and East Gippsland could break their banks. Major flood warnings are in place for the Snowy, Buchan, Bem, Genoa and Cairn rivers. In New South Wales there are warnings for damaging surf stretching from the Hunter to the south coast. Thousands of New South Wales health staff are going on strike this Thursday over inadequate pay and conditions. Workers ranging from cleaners to paramedics are demanding a 5% wage increase to catch up with inflation. Paramedics will stop work from 7 to 8am, while others are walking off the job for four hours in metro areas and two hours in the regions. Nobody cares. Nobody comes up and says to us, hey, are you OK? Mentally, you go every day and you think, can I do this again? But when you see the patients, you say, I have to. According to the union, members have received wage increases between 0.3 and 2.4%, the equivalent of $149 a year. Explosions have rocked the southern Ukrainian city of Odessa as more evidence emerges of Russian war crimes. Russian missiles destroyed an oil refinery and three fuel storage facilities in the strategic port city. It's believed Moscow may be preparing to launch an amphibious landing. World leaders have condemned the killings of unarmed civilians in Bucha and areas around the capital, Kiev. Russian troops are also accused of booby-trapping explosives as they retreat. Meantime, Russia's chief negotiator says peace talks are due to resume today. A $1.5 billion elective surgery blitz is underway to help overrun Victorian hospitals clear a huge backlog built up during the pandemic. Another 16,000 procedures will be performed this year, 40,000 next year and 69,000 in the two years after that. This is not just for a catch-up process, this is to build a new model. The Andrews government hasn't revealed how many patients are on the waiting list. A new funding package is set to be unveiled today to help police officers identify coercive control in domestic violence cases. Is investing $4.1 million over the next four years to improve the justice system's response and the level of support police can offer victims. It comes after a series of domestic violence murders in New South Wales and Queensland. A supermarket in Sydney's northwest has been badly damaged after a learner driver lost control and smashed through the glass doors. It's believed she hit the accelerator instead of the brake. She was shaken up but otherwise unhurt and no one was inside the shop at the time. The terrifying moment a motorbike collided with a car north of Brisbane has been captured on dash cam. Two riders can be seen trying to overtake the vehicle, which starts to turn right. What are you doing? My car is turning. You <laughs> Amazingly, the rider wasn't seriously injured. A new high-tech device is promising to change the lives of those living with Parkinson's disease. The smartwatch sends signals directly from a patient's wrist to their neurologist. From afar, it looks like an ordinary watch, but this device is a game-changer for people living with Parkinson's disease, including 57-year-old Andrew Cameron. It's fabulous. It takes the, takes the guesswork out of it. 
The motion sensor device detects tremors or involuntary movements, sending neurologists real-time information on how their patients are responding to medication, allowing for changes to dose levels and better daily monitoring. It's challenged everything that we know about Parkinson's disease. We can work out where improvements can be made so that we can improve and better their quality of life. New studies reveal up to 80% of Parkinson's patients aren't being treated correctly. Experts say this device is helping change that. The next step is to make the technology more accessible for some of the 80,000 Australians living with Parkinson's disease. But to do that, the company needs more funding. Unfortunately, because um, our technology is not yet reimbursed uh, through the um, medical system, um, only a, a few hundred patients are using the technology. Andrew is one of the lucky ones. He says it's changed his life living with Parkinson's disease. It's certainly worthwhile in terms of the outcome. Sarah Jones, 7 News. Estelle Harris, the actress famous for her role as George Costanza's mother in Seinfeld, has died at the age of 93. I'm getting married. You what? I'm getting married. Oh my God, you're getting married. Yes. Oh, I can't believe it. Harris also starred in the Toy Story franchise as the voice of Mrs. Potato Head. She died of natural causes just days shy of her 94th birthday. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading up, the Nasdaq also up. In London, the FTSE rose by 22 points, Germany's DAX gained 31. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed at 27,665 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng, 22,039. The All Lords were down three points, the ASX 200 down five. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,924 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 99 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 75 US cents, 91.79 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. In breaking news, at least six people have been killed after a gunman opened fire in California. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. What do we know about this attack? Good morning, Jody. Well, this has happened in Sacramento's busy nightclub district at about 2 a.m. this morning. Uh, there were a dramatic fight that broke out outside a nightclub. Moments later, witnesses described seeing a car pull up alongside those people and open fire with what sounded like, what looked like uh, automatic gunfire. Uh, what's not clear, though, is whether the gunman was targeting the, this group of people or whether this was completely random, but uh, a tragic outcome. Six people killed and 10 people injured uh, and that gunman still on the loose. Police uh, say this is an active investigation and calling on the public for help to catch the person responsible. Jody. Okay, Ash Mullaney in LA. Thank you. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has put the United States squarely in the middle of a potential showdown in outer space. The head of Russia's space program is threatening to pause its partnership with American astronauts aboard the International Space Station until sanctions against Moscow are lifted. A shining symbol of US-Russia cooperation, the International Space Station has orbited the Earth for 23 years. Tonight, how much longer is in doubt? After the head of Russia's space program linked the project's future to the West's sanctions over the invasion of Ukraine. 
Dmitry Rogozin, posting on social media, I believe that the restoration of normal relations between ISS partners and other joint project partners will be possible only in the case of the full and unconditional lifting of these illegal sanctions. Scott Kelly was a three-time commander of the space station. I've uh, been aware of uh, Dmitry Rogozin's comments uh, for years. Uh, and he often is full of uh, hollow threats and bluster. Rogozin, a close ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin, with a reputation for outrageous comments, recently saying he'd let the space station fall to Earth, asking who would save it. Elon Musk immediately had a one-word answer, SpaceX. His rocket has taken American astronauts to and from the space station. This new threat comes just days after NASA astronaut Touched Mark it. Van der Hey returned on a Russian spacecraft. Now there are three Americans, three Russians and a German on board. Crew members can always leave, but the space station, this investment that we've made, uh, you know, billions and billions of dollars. Investments made by the US, Russia, Canada, Japan and the European Space Agency, including the UK, a high-flying symbol of progress that could be brought down by problems on Earth. Ashley Mullaney, 7 News. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. To sport now and celebrations went long into the night for our women's cricket team after winning the one-day World Cup. Dropped on 41, Melissa Healy punished defending champions England with 170 off 138 balls, the highest score in a World Cup final, male or female. Defending five for 356, Nat Siver hit her own brilliant knock with an unbeaten 148. But it wasn't enough to stop the Aussie juggernaut cruising to a 71-run that's the catch. The five-year master plan has come to fruition for Australia. They have what they came for. It's the World Cup title. Australia now have a record seven World Cup wins. Perth is purple this morning after Fremantle thumped the COVID-ravaged West Coast in the Western Derby. The Eagles were forced to make 12 changes for the clash and the Dockers took full advantage, leading at every break to cruise to a 55-point win. He'll play on another one. Frio is smacking the Eagles now. Fremantle forward Lockie Schultz won the Glendinning Allen medal for best on field. But Dockers do have injury concerns. Darcy Tucker stretched it off with concussion while Alex Pearce injured his ankle. 
Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown put on a halves display for the ages to guide the Eels to a crushing 48-14 win over the Dragons in the NRL. Brown opened the scoring with a classy run, but Moses parted St George's defence time and time again with his kicking, setting up his own try and two others. Money's under the posts. Moses is having some night. Bryce Cartwright tried to show up the pair, his spectacular no-look pass, giving Moses his second try for the night. Dragons forward Blake Laurie was put on report late for a chicken wing tackle. A 62-year-old former police officer is on a mission to climb Mount Everest and then jump off. If successful, Ken Hutt will become the oldest Australian to paraglide from the world's highest peak. I don't have a death wish. Flying a, a paraglider at those altitudes basically means the glider flies pretty well three times the speed as what it would at sea level. The goal is to raise a quarter of a million dollars to help eradicate polio. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough will cross southern Western Australia, spreading showers and storms. Another trough over the Northern Territory, Queensland and northeastern New South Wales will generate showers and storms. A cold front will clip Tasmania, bringing some showers. Around the capitals today, a possible morning shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 29 degrees. Sunny in Sydney, heading for 27. Partly cloudy in Canberra with a top of 21 degrees. Melbourne, cloudy and 21. Similar top in Hobart with a shower or two today. Adelaide, sunny, heading for 20 degrees. Perth, cloudy and 27. And partly cloudy in Darwin, heading for a top of 34 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 4th of April.